0: Yo, 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 what's up everybody? Welcome to a new, brand new episode of Rockefeller's Radio. We're not going to title this a season because I don't remember where I left off. But then again, I could just call it season four because it's been a while since I did it and now we're doing it again. But this time again, I promise you, I know I'm going to say promise because I'll probably fuck it up and break it. But we'll just roll with the punches anyway. We're starting fresh. We're here at the end of 2023. Today is Friday, December 15th. Broadcasting live from Chicago. And as a reintroduction to Rock Radio, bring it on with me. New co-host, we got our little engineer. Because as soon as we get set up on how we're going to be interfacing with doing our podcast, he's also going to be controlling that. To my left, because y'all can't see, is Mr. Dante Harris.
1: Yay!
0: A little fake clap in the background. Yay! All right, and then, you know what seems to happen when I'm always doing a podcast or broadcast, there's people that do shit in the background, and as quiet as they try to be, you still hear them, so yes, I'm broadcasting from my home, but it's okay, it's okay, you know, next time we'll be able to filter out all that shit, but continue with the, oh, sorry, I was talking about you. continue with the (laughs) introduction, our other co-hosts, A beautiful, beautiful woman, spirited, strong black woman, my best friend, Miss Naya Mona. I'm just playing, Miss Naya Mona. Yay! Ah, So, what we plan to do in our first episode of season four is gonna call this episode open mic. So we don't have any specific set topic that we're going to talk about however there will be random topics that we will go over and then later some of the stuff that we discussed today we'll go back and make main topics and go deeper in those particular things and if those suggestions that you all would like to kind of pitch into us is what you would like to hear you can do so submit your your suggestions or recommendations of stuff you'd like us to discuss and we will be more than happy to do so for you We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to start Season 4, Episode 1, Rockefellers Radio, Open Mic. Okay, okay, we're back. Had to get a few laughs off and shit like that. I'm going to tell y'all what happened. So, um, Dante shows up. You know, as we're getting things set up, you know, for the show, and he, he brings this. Te- what, what was it? The, was it tequila?
1: Yes, John Basil tequila. This motherfucker. Posado.
0: Not Dante, but the person who made this fucking tequila. <laughs> so this. this motherfucker. So Dante brings this. This is you said, reposado? Reposado. Rape. <laughs> 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 That's not
1: funny. Rape
0: is never funny. But the way you said raped Prosado? That motherfucker drink raped my throat. That's what that did. I feel violated. I think I'm gonna file charges against your ass. No, so. Let me tell
1: you,
0: he showed up. So just so your throat. He showed up. He <laughs> He, he my can't life. even <laughs> <life>. <laughs> That's why he said he
1: raped Your soul I I mean. did.
0: That was your soul though
1: Throat. He raped the he throat, raped the
0: throat. He So throat. he brings this and he's telling us about it So me and I are looking at each other Like oh then he comes over You know gets gets to He said you got a shot glass I'm like yeah I got a couple shot glasses So I'm like you know cause I don't do a lot of shots So he goes And there's a regular shot glass And there's this fucking double shot glass He passes me the fucking double shot I said, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a fucking minute. Hold up, motherfucker. No, I'll get the small one. So I'm like, I don't have a chaser. I don't have any lime. So I'm like, ghetto. I'm like, well, lemon juice suffice? He said, yeah, yeah, sure. You can use that. Didn't help. <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't believe that shit no more. Somebody tell you, you and you don't have a lime or lemon. And tell the lemon juice does it. It's a lie. You lied to me, saying. I'm, a, I'm offended.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I
0: say. thought it would help. I drink it straight. So, oh, yeah. Straight? You just... Look.
1: Sipping it like a
0: fucking sippy <laughs> cup. Then yeah. trying to get the best friend to drink it. She was oh, like... That was the third...
1: Did you have a shotgun? No, not at all. That's why I can be on the fucking floor somewhere. That was the third glass I was sipping on. The third glass? Yeah, I took two shot. He thought it was a nipple on that shot glass.
0: He needed to put a nipple on that motherfucker.
1: I thought I would pace myself.
0: Is that what you call
1: <laughs>
0: Watch out Grinder, BGC,
1: Adam for Adam, he on his way
2: home.
1: <laughs> Don't text and drive. <laughs> all old twenty twenty three. Uh-huh. He feeling spicy. You only got three weeks left.
0: <laughs> okay, barely that. Any uh, New Year's resolutions?
1: Let's start with Naya. Oh me? Oh, yeah.
0: Would you have any New Year's resolutions, this Monet?
1: I don't really don't do New Year's resolutions. I'm just not fucking with a lot of people for 2024. Um, I'm just going to live my best authentic, black, queer life. Yeah.
0: That's it. I'm sorry You know what I should have also done When we first started the show Because I was introducing everybody But I guess the sound kind of introduces themselves <laughs> So it's like a sound without a name But now that there's a sound there, I'm going to introduce our, one of our background guests Because he's just kind of giving that look like The fucker didn't introduce me I'm in the fucking room That's my bad <laughs> Your sound, the, the noise that you gave in the background I thought you were like the sound effects guy So <laughs> 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 but He is also a, a very very good friend of mine Introduced one of our first guests That participate with us He's also a Rocks Boys model You can also check him out on rocksboys.com For the record Ooh. Also featured in the Rockefellers Twins calendar oh. For the year 2020 It was Ooh, the very first famous. calendar <laughs> Goes by the name of Mr. Marcus New Mind you, this week, Marcus is going to be celebrating his birthday on December the... I'm sorry, next week. He's going to be celebrating his birthday on December 21st. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be 20. How old would you be? One. <laughs> 19? <laughs> 21. Well, you got to be legal to do porn, so...
1: 21? At least 18. He said 29. You said 29? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Wait, hold on. What came up? Damn! <laughs> <laughs> You're right. almost thirty. That's what. Hey. All right, all
0: right, all right. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: What's
0: wrong with wait? Well, how old are you, Dante? Huh? 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 What my mom would say, motherfucker. If, if you can hide, you can't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna earn some billion. Trust me, he's over thirty-five, <laughs> so that's what he was high
2: on. But it's oh. okay.
1: No, I'm not over thirty.
0: Okay. yow! So we're back. Um Hola. So you went you 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 don't have a complete total hang up of dating anyone younger.
1: I, at this point I do. Okay, you do. Yeah. Come Miss
0: Naya. Miss Naya. Okay, so I guess give me your thoughts. We won't dive into that. Let, let them work. That won't work. <laughs> She's doing this little hand thing that we do with the face, and so you put your chin on top of your hand. So you make the little innocent. Not me. I'm so innocent. What would you what would you what do you say again? What what is your vibe or your thoughts on dating? Older dating, younger, or younger dating, older.
1: <sighs> <laughs> I feel like this is past trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Mm -hmm. I guess a couple different verities goes into it because one, by me being a woman, I think that that plays a part in it because most younger guys who date older women Mm -hmm. have issues with their mother or someone of a female figure in their life that they was missing some kind of attachment. So it's like As you say, daddy issues, just mommy issues. Yeah, I was going to say daddy issues. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I guess it varies on the person. You can be with someone regardless of their age. If they are mature enough, life grows you up faster than you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So with that experience, if you, someone who has been through life struggles, it works. I mean, I dated someone that was in their early 30s, under 35. And I think that that said it a lot. Because at, at one point, it wasn't an issue until certain conversations needed to be had. and Between you and the person? Yeah.
0: With those, with those, like, deep conversations?
1: Yeah, deep conversations, and a lot of it had to do with, like, how a person was raised and how you grew up. You know, I grew up in an era where when the street streetlights came on, you know what that meant.
0: Trying to go to get your chads
1: in the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. in a household, a child stayed in a child's place. The mm-hmm. child didn't hang around adults.
0: Right. Or be in an adult conversation.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So from someone from that particular era versus someone who say the new generation of millennial X or whatever they call them mm-hmm. it's a difference because they were raised to where I guess they were free spirits so or they were
0: I think a lot of millennials are like that now in general is completely different um, which goes back into the whole question of asking like a young cause their their perspective I think they're, they're they're okay with dating older versus back then that was like oh no you don't do that like now you can't tell them shit
1: Exactly, but again, in that particular aspect, then you dated someone older because this person had their stuff together, Mm -hmm. they were going to take care of you, they made sure that you worked, they fed you, they cooked, just like your parent would, only difference is you were providing an emotional or sexual attachment to someone who was older. It only recently became an issue because of society when it became... Pretty much put to the forefront with all of the issues with older guys dating younger women and doing all this other extra stuff with them. So it became an issue because it was put in the light of society. When things are not brought to the light, it's not an issue. It's only when they're yeah. brought to the light, it becomes it's an, issue. It's be an issue.
0: I mean, but I mean, I, and I guess it takes it to the next one, too. Is like you said, they become dependent on that person. Some. Because of the age, right, son, which creates nah. a stereotype in itself. Because a lot of people would, I say a lot for maturity, but a, a particular number would say, oh, well, this guy's older, right? And they have a job. They got a lot going on themselves. They can take care of me. Something like that. Because we get on social media, we see that shit a lot. Oh, I'm looking for a sugar daddy. Oh, I need somebody to take care of me. I, I don't even want to, sometimes, honestly, jump in the motherfucker, you broke. Ass motherfucker, go get you a job. You want to my motherfucker take care of? You? I don't want nobody to take care of me.
1: But like that's how you was. raised, if,
0: if if you if I get with a person, then we we do shit with each other. I'm kosher with that. I don't want to. I don't want a motherfucker take care of me. That that no.
1: But that's because you prefer to take care of the person.
0: Well. To a certain extent. To an extent.
1: Yes. Because I'm, I'm a
0: very, I'm a very giving person.
1: Exactly. That's so true. that's that's part of the issue. So it also depends on the person too. So if you're someone who's always giving. No, but I
0: got. you ever, know, you ever seen that show, Big Bucks No Whammies? Motherfucker's start gonna stop. No, motherfucker! Wait, wait! I said I'm, I'm giving, but that you, you're right. You have, but you have to make. You have to set a cutoff point, of course, and make it clear. Like, look, this is because, because I know you have a big heart as well. You, you give, and then you know when to stop giving.
1: Have you done that, Dante?
0: Have you known when to stop giving?
1: Known when to stop giving? Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) This cutoff game is strong. Real strong.
2: Okay. Oh,
1: you say what? Oh, don't worry about it, baby. This is the end of the road for you. (laughs) We're we're done, okay? Because there was a period, a time in my life where I used I, you know, I would used to be very, very giving. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I noticed that individuals would, you know, take advantage of that. But also, I came from some very, very, very strong black women, Mm -hmm. okay? And I grew up watching them, and, you know, they were all about making sure they got what was deserved Mm -hmm. and what was coming to them. And so, you know, growing up watching that, you know, because I identified as a man, and I wanted to really embrace what it means to be a man growing up, um, seeing what they required of their partners, mm-hmm. I thought that I had to give that. Right? Based on what they required. Based on what they They're required. required because them. they were very strong black women and they didn't take no shit. Alright? And they required a lot mm-hmm. for a man to be in their life. And so, because of that, I thought I had to be this individual that had money, that had things, and that gave a lot. Mm-hmm. Right? But... Um, you know, at my big old age. <laughs> <check him> out.
0: <laughs> what was the age again? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. I was trying to check my drink and there was nothing in the cup. My
1: big old age of 35. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. I've come to the conclusion. Is he lying to me? I've come to the conclusion. Is he lying y'all by the way. No, I'm 35. I'm really 35. Going on what? I'm, I was born, 23? I was born on 88. Sure, yeah, 20. Oh, I was, you? Yeah, absolutely. You was yeah. born on what? You <laughs> go on eighty eight. You heard me. Okay. <laughs> like, don't don't have him <laughs> repeat that. <Don't. laughs> I said say again. You said on. You 88. said on eighty eight. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all know y'all know what I mean. Yeah, yeah no, John we Bas- only know what you said, baby. John Basil. <laughs> listen, I be speaking two different languages, so I get a little confused. Okay. Hola cómo está? Oh, muy <laughs> bien. we'll, 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 we'll yeah. go with that. Okay. <laughs> So, you had had this particular perception growing up because of what you witnessed. So, how did that shape most of your current or past relationships with the people that you've had to cut off?
0: Based on the age. Um, Because I'm sure that had a lot to do with it as well. Whoa. Because you couldn't... You can't... Based on what... Your 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 sisters, you said.
1: No, my my grandmother. Your grandmother,
0: based on their expectations of their male partners, did you expect those same things from your partners, even the ones that were younger than you?
1: No, so so most of my partners have been male, right? And so. Oh my um,
0: God, you're gay. (laughs) Oh
1: my God. No, I do not identify. You're homosexual. I'm a pansexual, actually. Pansexual. You like and penis? And it actually took me a while to get to this point to... How uh, much come- is the Pats a band? The pots of Pans? Oh, baby, it depends on how much you want <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no set price. <laughs> but listen, um, so, you know, initially I thought I was gay. thought I was, you know, but... Um, to so get back to your question um, <laughs> about not, you know, about being an equal about. opportunist. <laughs> sure, booty, um, you want it now. It oh. actually so it actually did not affect how I dealt with so you know, dealt with previous partners. But um I personally, um, you know, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Um, those previous partners is actually the reason why I'm like the way that I am now. Mm-hmm. And that one's ran short. Mm-hmm. Which is why I get fifty percent. <laughs> I get fifty percent. <laughs> fifty. So you give fifty percent. I'm giving fifty percent.
0: Is that starting off, and then later you yeah, get that's in hundred?
1: No, I'm not giving hundred nothing. Ever. Ever. I'm not giving. I'm not. Why? Ahead. I'm giving you fifty percent because I'm expecting your fifty percent.
0: Well, that takes us to another question. That you say that because we've always used that terminology. You put it in fifty. I put it in fifty. What the fuck are you doing with the other
1: 50? <laughs> save I'm, fifty? Saving I'm, for later. I'm, I'm is going into savings. <laughs> Saving. What the fuck? Because <laughs> like, I guess at that particular point, that's when you realize if this is the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Or then you give the rest of the fifty. I guess that's when you. That's how rest. that works. Well, not for me because I'm the type of person I gotta pretty much lay everything on the table. <clears throat> mm.
0: But I mean. You look at that analogy, right? Fifty 50 people always say that. 50-50. Okay, motherfucker. Where's the rest? Where's your fifty? I'm, I'm putting in a hundred. You only putting in half. Well, they're saving it for a rainy day. It's a fucking rainy day, it's raining today. It's raining today so <laughs> Kick the fucking in. <laughs> Listen, my, you
1: my other, kick in. My other fifty percent is on reserve. Oh um, for shit. me. its fifty <laughs> percent is on reserve. So, if we get to that point, right? Mm-hmm. We get to that point where we know that we're going to be with each other for life, mm-hmm. all right? And then shit happens, right? You might lose your job. Right. Right? Or you you might get sick, right? Mm. Or So, that's the for better, for worse, for rich or poor. That's what the reserves are for. Uh-huh. That's what the reserves are for, exactly. So, so in wait, other words... In, no, no, no. Because that brings me... Because you didn't get a chance to answer the question either. What question? You're right. He answered... Right. He's asking all the questions. What? <laughs> I'm the I'm the main host. <laughs> <laughs> you want to moderate? So what's the what's the what's the question? The main question about the age difference of dating because
0: oh hey ain't no shame in my game you know everybody know my business is out there in the public my my Don't you like twink? My, my, my 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 business or the my interest has been out there since the day I started doing porn now thirty, 30. definitely not under 30 is the re, is the re, is the reason I look at a person as a whole. And I don't like, when I approach a person, I don't, well, I do have to ask how old they are, <laughs> but not for the purpose of making sure they're under 30. <laughs> the lies let me down. Let me clean that up right now. You got to make sure motherfuckers. Let me
1: go on Twitter right now. Knock,
0: knock yourself out.
1: <laughs> you, need, oh, you, need,
0: you need a towel or blanket or some Where <laughs> Twitter going to get you in trouble. Um, it's
1: not- it's, hold on, it's, we got a Rocks boys right it's, here. It's how X. old are you, sir? but
0: if pump, you notice pump pump, your he's brakes. also
1: under 30 pump oh. your
0: brakes oh. but but when people get into the industry nine times out of ten they're at least between the ages of 18 to 21 especially when it's starting off i didn't start point when i was 18 or 21 i started in my late 20s which also is a, a lucky thing for me that i was able to survive as long as i have because a lot of times when people get into the industry at a late age, they don't make it For different now, especially with the millennials and with X around on social media, because we all know based yeah. on our age, it wasn't like that back then. There was no OnlyFans, there was no uh, uh, um, uh, X or uh, formerly known as Twitter and, you know, threads and Instagram and shit like that. But I don't have a specific preference set when it comes to and age of a person, because I look at a person as they are. It just so fucking happened that they end up being under fucking 30. Sometimes you can look at a person, or under 25, but you look at a person, see, she's trying me, but it's okay, because I got her. <laughs> 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 okay, We got her, we're going to her, take a break and go back and go out there. Is <laughs> that, guilty as I am, a majority of the people that I've dated have been younger than me. But that also is based on the fact that a lot of relationships that I have engaged in have been started while working in the industry. So, and granted, the people that I've dated, surprisingly enough, have been mature. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes working in the industry can cause you to be it because it has to force you to grow the fuck up because you're dealing with real life things, sometimes real life issues and shit like that. But... It, it it has... That's the reason why Naya said what you said. It's coincidental that all the people I've dated have been younger than me, especially me being 46 now. And then even, you know, when you talk to people on social media and those that, that come your way, it's just like they're younger. And the question that popped to them, why? Why do you want to talk to me? Why? Oh, I, don't call me daddy, Okay, first of all, that sounds crazy.
1: Is it although the Although they used to be zaddy
0: Don't call me I hate the zaddy thing, but I've kind of somewhat embraced it, but not in the in that mental way of like a, a, a father child figure, but more of a like a term of endearment. Like if you simply say, "Hey, what's up, babe?" or somebody or something like that. Oh, they got to be careful doing that nowadays too, especially if you're in a relationship, (laughs) but (laughs) we call that motherfucker bae, you know, but I'm not, again, I'm not against it. And when I've talked to people that are young, it's like, what, what is it that draws you to people that are older than you? And it's like, because of the maturity level, the fact that this person is independent and I don't, you know, and they don't want to be taken care of, but they know that this person is independent. They have a job. They're a hard worker. They know they're going to take them seriously. But yet the flip side is that some of us will look at those that are younger and it's like, OK, but you're not independent. You don't have a job. You want people to take care of you, but they're not all like that. Because then you run into that one that's just like you, even though they're not in their 30s or 40s, you know. And even with outside that that little age scope, you know, you know, people, some people frown on, oh, well, you're dating somebody younger than you, blah, 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 blah. blah. But they forget, one day you'll be that age, too. And you will be looking back and be wondering, doing the same thing. Like, oh, this person's younger. And
1: you'll kind of see where we're coming from. I'll just be like, mind your business, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is this your son, bitch?
2: It is might be. Your daughter.
1: Baby, let me tell you something. Especially if you say in the state of Illinois. This is a big, but yet small state. And I have ran into some people, and I've been like, oh, I didn't know you knew him. (sighs) A prime example, recently, we met people that we both knew that we didn't even know that we knew. we knew, yeah. And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, you know, I've been knowing this person just about as long as I've known you. Oh, girl, that's an issue. (laughs) I I mean, I understand, but, you know, for most of the younger people that I've dated who've whose parents I've been closer to the parents' age. Oh, my God. You know. That, too. They, they tend to be okay with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what I'm saying. If somebody else on the outside looking in, like, oh, you dating this younger person, mm-hmm. mind your business,
0: bitch. That, that,
1: that, <laughs> but that is true.
0: <laughs> what you what you say is true because I remember having a phone conversation uh, with a dude and he was telling me it's the same thing. like, wait, how was your mom? If I said, like, oh, my fucking God. I'm like, I'm only a fucking mother. Like, what does she say if she finds it that you're talking to somebody that's fucking her same age and like you said some parents don't care you know what i'm saying they're like they're grown. they're grown as fuck i can't exactly. get mad at him but then those that do get mad i'm like like you mind your fucking business like he grown as fuck I me mean, is he living with you if that be is let me shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's not just it's them. The bills, a but lot a
1: lot of the younger people still depend on their parents. On oh, the parents,
0: yeah, which is so sad. Is. Tell you what, we're gonna talk on that. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna jump into that. Like I said, this is gonna be open mic. We're gonna take a small break, but I'm gonna let Dante say something real quick. I just want, I just wanted to add, right? Mm-hmm.
1: All right, since you know, we're talking about this age thing, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people nobody wants to acknowledge this, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to acknowledge this. Nobody says shit to Hugh Hefner. Okay. <laughs> Nobody I mean, says that's shit. That's the point. To that Hugh is, until After. Until and thank after you Hugh until Hefner. it was brought to the light. That's right. what I just until said. It doesn't make a difference. him he, R. Kelly, they always doing the same thing until it was brought to light. The and then
0: everybody makes a makes a it big makes deal a big about deal, it. deal
1: about it. R. Kelly, R. Kelly, a whole nother story. But I'm just saying, saying it <laughs> might
0: be. I'm just saying I'm not saying anything that the man did was right or wrong. He had his dead in court whatever but from what i saw like when i saw the video this video was out way before they started doing these fucking documentaries and nobody said shit that shit was on fucking nude africa it's old website that used to watch porn on i don't know if it's still around but they had like clips first time i saw it i'm like what the fuck
1: but again, until it was brought to but light, said, nobody, cis, said nobody said nothing. A cisgender heterosexual white male been doing this shit for a generation. But nobody has said anything Gener- because you got to understand, it wasn't brought to light. When it was brought to light and the people start complaining. Or
0: making it an issue when exactly. it wasn't an issue. That, and that's, that's, I don't, I don't want to say it's a problem, but it, it's no, an it's problem. It's, it's it like is an issue. It's like, if it wasn't an issue... It one of the exclusive it wasn't an issue 10, 15, 20 years ago or when it happened and then as times change and
1: generations change
0: and then the, the whole movement and stuff and now people want to come out oh well this is a problem because this happened 10, 15 years ago we need to hold this person accountable it wasn't a problem back then so if you want to make it an issue and, and make it a, like oh well people help count then hold the people accountable that are doing it now that's the fact that you're bringing it up and that you're saying it's a problem. So anyone that does anything from then on, yeah, hold them accountable. If you want to 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 cancel a, a person, like you motherfuckers, I swear, you treat a person like it's a fucking credit card. Oh, we're going to cancel you. You know, so fuck <laughs> out of here. Cancel culture my ass. Kiss it. But it's like... you okay, Cancel your
1: goddamn daddy.
0: Okay, do that shit. Focus on your fucking childhood. Focus on your family life and things that you fucking go through. But and motherfucker did something past and fucking pissed on somebody. Boondocks made a fucking episode. Tell about, hey, you piss on me, I'm going to piss on your cat. Ain't nobody saying no shit about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's things that people do. And even now, when I go to like even xbiz.com, you always hear about the, which is a, a website for like industry, adult industry news. You hear about these legislators and lawmakers and stuff talking about things that they don't like or that they feel that is not right for society. Is it, is getting to the point where you're not having the freedom to do what you want to do as long as it's not hurting nobody else. But again, that's another topic that we can definitely dive di- uh, deep on. I was about to say, dick dive deep. <laughs> dick
1: dive deep. Dick, there you dick dive deep. First of all, don't you drink no more nothing. Dick dive deep. Dick duck dive and he dodge. Called, he caught my
0: symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So again... We're doing open mic. This is our season four, episode one of Rockefellers Radio. Like I said, open mic, which is when we talk about random things and later create just designated topics for these things that we're discussing. We're going to go and take a break and then we come back and probably bring Mr. Marcus in because he's just sitting so quietly. I miss the sound effects, but he's not giving in here at the moment. But we'll come back right after this message. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to season four, episode one of Rockefeller's Radio. I'm here with my co-hosts, Miss Naya Monet, and Mister Dante Dante Harris. Dante, is it
1: Wagwan? <laughs> <laughs> Greetings and salutations,
0: and our special guest, Mister Marcus Morell. So, jumping in, of course, this is our episode called Open Mic, where we discuss random fucking topics and. The random fucking topic that we're going to move on to is adults being adults. What does that mean? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So instances that some of us might have run into. Are, and, it's, and again, it's not to down anybody because we know this shit happens. They'll
1: be down.
0: What is, your, what is your say or take? It Anybody can jump out at any time. I'm pretty sure. I bet Little climb. mama's over here. Oh, you were standing guard at the door. <laughs> come on, it's your turn. It's time to come on out. At what point, when you do you think that you know? Because you have, if you have someone right, and they're a you figure of age to be able to take care of themselves, you would assume, right? You would think. Is it an insult if that person asks you for something as a favor or any type of assistance, whether it be financial? Or anything you feel that an adult could do themselves. And then you can elaborate on that.
1: Listen, I'll go ahead and start this out. Because I'm in the age of me. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the age of me. Okay. <laughs> I'm all favored out. All of favors? I'm all favored out. You can't ask me for shit. Motherfucker. My neighbors knock on my door right now. You got some bread, <laughs> bitch? No, I bread. Look, I can't afford it. Er, I can't afford it. Can you got some? <laughs> <laughs> I got two loaves. Two loaves. Because, because your neighbors. I, you got some? I I'm all for <laughs> that. Thou shalt love thy neighbor. I, who?
0: You don't love your neighbor.
1: Who commandment was that? <laughs> <laughs> the one that said Jesus wrote. That's not in my Bible. Uh, <laughs> I think a page got written so Where's the page? Let us start flipping through that. You got the new King James version. I got the new King Dante version. <laughs> oh my God. I want to see that motherfucker. I'm all fake without listening. Neighbors could come ask me for some sugar. I, bitch, do you got salt?
0: But what about when it comes to I'm friends? I'm so
1: glad you're here. I was just going to come ask you for some salt. Did you got some?
0: What about when it comes to like like friends or people that not like extreme close because we all have friends that we know that won't come to us and ask. But although we have those friends that we know that we would bend over backwards for. Like if I got it, you got it. If I don't, then I don't. But then you have those when you if you got it, you got it. But if I if I got it, I got it. But I don't have it to give to you right now.
1: When you say friends, Real friends. When you say real friends... He's talking about motherfuckers like me and you. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Now, we all know that the word, the terminology friends is stretched. And sometimes you do have to elaborate and be like... When I say real friend, I'm talking like my best friend. Or people that I actually fuck with on a very, very long way. But when you say, yeah, that's my friend, we cool... No, not that so cool. Shit. But mm-hmm. d- don't know about a fucking body system so claim that shit. Uh, hey, I want you to be my associate. So, so I'm like, oh, it's this cool. It's my little homie right here. You know, we cool people. Not cool mm-hmm. enough for me to fucking be loaning your money and shit to. So if you get that one person, Miss Naya, that comes to you and asks you for a favor, let's go ahead and financial favor. I want to borrow some money from you. What's your
1: response?
0: And they're of age. They should have a job. They should be taking care of themselves. What, what, What is your response?
1: Depends on how much it is and who the person is. Mm-hmm. And may or may not give it to them. Mm-hmm. Because we all fall on hard times.
0: Right. Is that now one hard time or they get to fall like 15 times?
1: <laughs> you get it. I, I don't <laughs> have friends or associates that fall that hard. <laughs> that
0: part. <laughs> you get some motherfuckers that get them carried doing, away.
1: No, because I've been doing social service work since 2008.
0: Outside of social
1: service. No, I'm telling you. I've been doing this since 2008. So everyone that I've come in contact with, mm-hmm. even my chosen family and <laughs> children, <laughs> my gay kids, so to speak, baby, let me take you to this research <laughs> where I can get you the things that That's you the, need. Right. You're going to get work. food, possibly signed up for housing, mm-hmm. we're gonna get you medical, mm-hmm. we're gonna get you dental, we're gonna get you a hygiene bag, we're gonna get you everything you need So you She wanna Plus make sure that good. Yes. So, so yeah. if you and if you still need money after all that, that's not like a personal problem. Exactly.
0: That is a personal problem.
1: But that 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 means you're not responsible enough mm-hmm. to utilize what I put forth before you. Mm-hmm. Because I've given you everything that you need. Mm-hmm. You don't need nothing else. You want money. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you that. For substance use. Well, yeah. Let's that, hope that's, I, that's, that's I not don't, the case. I, But see, I don't supply cigarettes, marijuana, none of that. Drugs, something like that. That's not, that's not for something for something. Alcohol. Me. None yeah. of yeah. that. I'm not
0: contributing to nobody's habits. Thank you. Not at all.
1: But that's what I said. If it's someone like... Seriously, I've, I've had friends who needed support... More than a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But like I
0: said, it just depends on the situation. <clears throat> and it also
1: depends on the person,
0: too. Yeah. I mean, I've been down that road several times. i am known to have a big heart, too. But and I, I made a post a while back on Facebook. And it, it, it circled around when you have people that you're either close to or that you know. And you may have that heart to try to help this person. Not so much as, like in the sense of, like, providing resources and stuff because you worked in that field. So you may have had access to do that. But people that that are either close to you or you consider close to you, right? I sit up and say, okay, yeah, I'll do this and help you out this one time. But then you get some people that abuse that and they constantly do it. And sit up and say, oh, well, oh, can I get a favor? Because I had somebody do that once. Like, oh, can I, you know, borrow or can I, you got $25 or whatever. I'm like, Okay, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what they're going through or whatever. You know, or they may sit sort up of and say what they're going through. I'm, I'm, I'm down for helping. So I help, right? A few weeks, maybe a month passed by. This motherfucker had the nerve to come back. And ask <laughs>
2: you for nothing. And ask for another. I'm
0: like, wait a minute, motherfucker. <laughs> let me, hold on, nigga. That's my exact reason why I said, I you, it. tell you what, you pay me back the $25 I gave you, and I'll let you use it again. Because of the super fact, how how dare you even ask me? Then you get the motherfuckers that will sit up that you don't hear from from a long time. You don't hear from them. They don't call a check on you. Nah, hey, have you taken a true. have you taken a good shit lately? Nah. You know, how's your fucking porn business working? You, like speak, you know, have you broken up with your boyfriend? None of that shit. Like, you. have you caught COVID? You know, or I heard you were sick. Are you feeling better? None of that. But the motherfucker can sit up and text you and ask you, can I get $10 or can I get $15? Like, you ain't even me how the fuck I'm doing. The only time... Because they don't care how you doing. True. The only time that you hear from a person, it's right, when is when they want something. Yeah. Even though they may start the conversation off like they hey, care. Hey, hey, hey how you doing? What's going, going on? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I was wondering. Uh, or do you think? Uh, or I got this little situation. <laughs> no. I, I, no. No, motherfucker, I I cannot. And the thing is, it's just like I hear from you when you want something. I don't hear from you when you don't need anything. But then when you ask me for something and I tell you no, you get an attitude. And then when you ask for something, I tell you yes, you're all happy-go-lucky. So it's just like I have grown and learned to just because no, saying no was a problem for me. That was I admit that was a bad habit. Like because I like try to to help people but then me and mark was actually having a conversation about somebody one day i was just like this motherfucker has been using me years on end and that's because i think they take the fact that you give a shit about them and that they know that you're gonna say yes i think i broke when i broke that cycle and said no the shit that comes out of people's mouth when you tell them no is unfucking believable to me it's like i said I'm like who the fuck are you talking to and i was like that Oh, well, Beyonce. I know I'm going a, I'm to a leave. I ain't going to bother. I'm going to act for shit. Well, that's a lie because I know you're going to ask for something else. And the, the, my rules, I'm you're going to need me before I need you. So go on about yourself, whatever you need to do. Survive. Or ask your nigga to help you.
1: Beyonce said it best. It's like I never said yes before. Before,
0: yeah, exactly. And I think that people forget that.
1: It's like so you, you, forget,
0: you forget the times I've actually said yes to you versus the one time. Figure. did I said no,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Marcus. You ever had situations like that? No comment. It's a, it's a radio show, motherfucker. You got to no comment. comment. <laughs> no comment. You don't have to say who
1: it was, but I want we need to hear your experience, uh, especially with you being under thirty. They <laughs> just don't have nothing to really do with oh, it. Oh, they don't.
0: Well, break it down for. But
1: us. you speak for the generation or the mass yeah. of individuals you, are who are young under is amongst thirty. Us? Okay, so what was the topic?
2: Like, well, the yeah. question. Yeah.
0: You ever had somebody that that either you were cool with or close to? So you had to even say friend, but somebody that asked you for help multiple times and never really repaid you back for the first five times or a couple of times you helped them.
2: Well, um, I experienced it like one time in my life, and that was like a, it was a lesson an ugly lesson because it told me on how to say no at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, when you just tell someone yes, 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 yes all the time versus when you tell them no, mm-hmm. it it starts to put a pattern together who this person really is behind closed doors and stuff. So it's just like what the fuck was I thinking trying to help your ass out when I was trying to extend my hand up Right. Trying to help your ass when I was going through something behind closed though. You mm-hmm. didn't even ask me how was my day, how was I doing, how was work. Should I at least, could I at least get a drink or some shit? Absolutely not. I'm like, <laughs> You, you, you I'm cannot like, get a get drink. <laughs> so do you
0: do you continue dealing with people like that, or do you cut them completely
2: off? I deal with them to a certain extent. Okay, okay. It's just like, a, hey, how you doing? That's it. We're going to go out there and keep moving. That's it. You won't get no more of that. That type of
0: access to where they can ask you Correct. for like favors and shit like mm-hmm.
2: that. Because as soon as I hear the word, could you do me a favor, that's when I just act like I didn't have the
0: conversation. Because you, you, you see those keywords coming, and especially okay. those repeated offenders. And you could just yeah. feel it. You don't, <laughs> to, you, don't the
2: persons, persons. you don't even need to be up in their presence. The repeated offenders. You don't even need to be up in their presence. You can just feel based off the way not how they word in their sentences and shit like that. Yeah. This yeah. conversation
1: is so triggering. Personal. It
0: is, right? And, and 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 I'm gonna tell <laughs> y'all because it's the truth. Sometimes it's so hard not to say people's
1: names, names.
0: <laughs> Show me your seven names. <laughs> Go through the fucking exorcism, of Emily Rose on the ass, you know. But I, I, and I, and and you know what? I don't. It's not even just within people that we deal with from day to day. I see that shit on social media yeah. to where people so fucking. It's like it's okay to do that. Like they'll get on. Here's my cash up. Can anybody help me out? I need to get whatever.
1: Oh, we see a lot of those. I'm like,
0: oh my god, you really mm-hmm.
1: put that on? Oh yeah.
0: I. Oh. Gosh. Call me, and it, that's maybe it's just me, but I would never. Oh. I me, would never.
1: Let me let me tell you. Drake said it best. Okay. Never loan out what you need right back, and that's been my motto. So, when it comes to individuals like that. If I got it, I'm gonna give it to you. Especially for somebody who ain't, you know, burned me already. Right, right. So I'm gonna loan it out to you. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm not, like, I, I know I'm, you know, this was before I and got to the, the. I think it's the choice of wording. I'm not gonna ask you, can I have? Right. Cause can I have, man? I'm not giving I'm it not back giving to, it to back, you, baby. Right, or if right. you say, say can I borrow? I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> so when you say, can I have? I'm like, oh shit, hell no. Right. I'm good. You uh, can't, I'm, I'm, can't exactly, have anything. Exactly. Got, but if you if you say, can can I borrow? I'm a I'm a lend you what I got. Or can you help at
2: least? Right. And I'm gonna help
1: you. Yeah. I'm gonna help you. But I'm gonna say this is the stipulations. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like I said, Drake said it best, Never alone out what you what you need right back. Right. right. And so I'm, a, you know, when I get it, I'm going to give it to you. Especially, yeah. you know, loved ones, uh, family members, close friends. Right. Right. If you really need it. And, and I'm very big on energy. Like I read people. Right. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to. Read you like? Do you really need this mm-hmm. right now? Yeah, I think I need twenty dollars. I put in my gas tank. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna read you. If you really need it, I'm gonna pick up on that. And I so don't. you want me to show you my gas tank? It's, on. <laughs> it's. The,
0: wait, I she believe you. <laughs> 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 She's like, no, for real. It's it's it's, it's close on me Can you? I know we live and all, but can you? Can you? I got you. This is this is your proof to show. She said she gonna give it back. So if she ever comes, you be like. I didn't ask for $20. I said, can I have? And you said, yeah. No, run that back, y'all. Right. We play the, play the tape. Play the play fucking the
1: tape. tape. Play the tape. <laughs> but, <laughs> but But once I loan you out, right, and you and I got this deadline and you agree to this deadline, but you don't pay back at this deadline, or I notice how you moving, mm-hmm. right? Even if I give you like I'm like, okay. Take care of your business. Then take care of me after you done taking care of your business and you don't take care of me when I say, now mind you, I I lent to you and I ain't need that right back. So I'm cool, but you burnt. I had a friend. I'm going to tell you all that right. I had a friend. I ain't even look, you know, weed is legal. Whatever. You you know somebody. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I, Right, I know somebody. <laughs> uh huh. Thank you. Uh huh. Like, oh, like culture words? Right, because y'all like to throw this fucking F word around so much. Oh my friend, I I know somebody. You okay? You know somebody? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Who uh really wanted a product mm-hmm. that I had at the moment mm-hmm. at that time? He was on the drug. You a dope uh-huh. dealer? Uh <laughs> huh. You know <laughs> we man. We said it to you earlier. If you can hide, you can hear that. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna get me. Did your tell you that? Y'all ain't gonna get me. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gonna get me. Oh, you hat. <laughs> so I had a product. Yeah. I'm was keep it on. white? I had a product oh. that you a little blue baggie? It Was it a sex toy? That somebody that I knew. Oh, you one of those. You the pusher. had a product. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The emphasis on the product. I'm gonna
1: let you that know. an individual that I knew liked. It was their birthday. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, this is this price. Mm-hmm. They said, I got you. You know where I stay at. You know me. We've been knowing each other for years. Mm-hmm. I got you. Okay. Here you go. Boom. Took care of your birthday. Pay you back never paid me back. That was 10 years ago. You really was expecting them to pay you back? Oh, yeah. That's what you went wrong at. It ain't never happened again. But see, I was always told if that's what it took for me to get rid of you out of my life, so be it. Because I've had people like that. People that were really close associates or friends or people that I tried to uh, integrate into my life. No, if that's what it took, baby, we cool. Because I can be cordial with anyone. Mm -hmm. But you would never, ever be welcome into my life. You would never have that access to me ever again. I would never allow that to happen. Because you've shown me that what I offered to you was more important than my friendship. Mm -mm. Mm. Yeah, fuck that bridge. bridge Same person just recently bought a house. Okay. So, that's, so, so, trust I pray, me. I pray to God that you got rental insurance and it never floods. <laughs> Listen, just don't tell me what the address is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, from, I, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but it, to me, it's not even that serious. Again, I pray you got rental insurance and it never floods. Because, again, you get to where you are. And that's the issue that I hate is because you get to where you are because I... Decided to say, "Hey, I'm going to help you." Right.
0: No, exactly.
1: But again, you forgot about the people that said, "Regardless that I'm going through something, I'm struggling, I'm still going to help you." And now that you're at this particular point, you feel like you're better than me.
0: And the fact that you did it while you were struggling, I still took away from what I needed
1: exactly to
0: help you out. No, that's yeah, and that's
1: why I say I pray that you got rentals and insurance, <sighs> and your shit never floods. <laughs> Or you catch on, on fire. Whatever the case may be is. Yeah.
0: <gasps> or you never mind. We're gonna take a small <laughs> break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your boy Rock Rockefeller. If you don't already know, I'm here to tell you, you already know that, you know, I've been running Rockefeller Entertainment since 2008 and have done amazing things. Of course, also, if you're not subscribed, you need to make sure you check out rocksvoice.com. Got a lot of hot models on the site that you need to be sure to come and check out. Show your love and support. I must add that this is an adult film, triple X rated gay website. So if you got a problem with penises, and Ask, don't go there, do not go there. But if you don't, hey, definitely go. Be sure to check us out, Rocksboys.com, Now live, be able to sign up, subscribe only 2497. You'll be able to stream, favorite your favorite videos, favorite your favorite models. Still all for 2497. Be sure to check it out. We're coming up on the year end. We got some new hot new content coming for 2024, so don't miss out. Once again, visit rocksboys.com. That's R O C K S B O Y S dot calm or come. no it's come. Let's see how I am What's up everybody? Welcome back. We're about to close out our very first episode of season four here on Rockefellers Radio again. Mm-hmm. Co-host Miss Namon, Miss Dante.
1: <laughs> what was the worst one you said before? Hola.
0: Oh. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and our another special guest, Rock's voice model, Mr. Marcus Morell, is going to be celebrating his birthday December 21st <laughs> of 2023. Oh, yes. If you are in Chicago, make sure you visit Club Escape. What's the address, Miss Monet? <laughs> <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> What's the address?
1: Seventy
0: fifth It's in the 70s. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't have 15, balls. Don't go. 1530 East 75th Street.
0: 1530 East 75th Street. Again, the 21st of December. Oh, uh, there is a great live drag show that's going to be taking place. Miss um, Monet is one of the performers. Miss Ruff and Stuff is the gracious host. Uh, don't come dressing like a bum because she will cut you very deep, very deep.
1: Even though she looks bad herself. Oh, Miss Ruff.
0: They call her Miss Ruff and Stuff for nothing.
1: She's real rough.
0: Rough, rough. You seen the movie Saw? Rough. <laughs> but yes, we've enjoyed, you know, fucking around, joking, laughing, and speaking on some serious stuff. Now we're going to turn the page, and I would like to turn it over before we close out to the one and only Mr. Dante Harris as he introduced a wonderful new nonprofit organization called Acoma Alliance. Break it down for us, Dante.
1: All right. So, as Rock have stated, um, we are introducing the Coma Alliance. The Coma Alliance is a grassroots, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that started in January of 2023 and was incorporated in May of 2023. Uh, Coma Alliance was created to address some of the Uh, concerns and adversities facing uh, communities of color on the south and west side. Uh, What Okoma Alliance aims to do is to provide resources and
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We're about to close out our very first episode of season four here on Rockefeller's Radio again. Co host Miss Naeemone, Miss Dante,
1: Arriva <laughs>
0: What was the worst one you said before?
1: Hola. Oh. Ah!
0: <laughs> and our other special guest, Rock's voice model, Mr. Marcus Morell, who's going to be celebrating his birthday December 21st, of 2023. <laughs> Oh yes! If you are in Chicago, make sure you visit Club Escape. What's the address, Miss Monet? <laughs> Please. What's the address?
1: Seventy-fifth is on It's in
0: the seventies.
1: <laughs> you don't have
0: 1530, balls. Don't go.
1: Fifteen thirty East Seventy-fifth Street.
0: Fifteen thirty East Seventy-fifth Street. Again, the twenty-first of December. Uh, there is a great live drag show that's going to be taking place. Miss um, Monet is one of the performers. Miss Ruff and stuff. Is the gracious host. Uh, don't come dressing like a bum because she will cut you very deep. Very deep.
1: Even though she looks bad herself. Oh, Miss Ruff.
0: They call her Miss Ruff and stuff for nothing.
1: She's
0: real rough. 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 You seen the movie Saw? <laughs> rough. <laughs> but yes, we've enjoyed, you know, fucking around, joking, laughing, and speaking of some serious stuff. Now we're going to turn the page, and I would like to turn it over before we close out to the one and only Mr. Dante Harris as he introduced a wonderful new nonprofit organization called Acoma Alliance. Break it down for us, Dante. All
1: right, so as Rock have stated, um, we're introducing Acoma Alliance. Acoma Alliance is a grassroots 501c3 nonprofit organization that started in January of 2023 and was incorporated in May of 2023. Uh, Acoma Alliance was created to address some of the uh, concerns and adversities facing uh, communities of color on the south and west side. Uh, What Acoma Alliance aims to do is to provide resources and Again, what we aim to do at Acoma Alliance is to ultimately improve the quality of life for individuals in marginalized communities of color experiencing homelessness, health disparities, and financial illiteracy. While embodying the spirit of Acoma by serving with the heart, we aim to address other community needs such as childcare, education, public health, and small business slash entrepreneurial initiatives. All right. As I stated earlier, uh, Acoma Alliance is a new startup nonprofit organization with very little resources. Okay, and you know we want to ask the community to get involved. If you can, go to www.akomaalliance.org and click on the donate button. Okay, this is a nonprofit organization that was founded and created by black individuals, for black individuals. Click on the donate button, whatever you can, a dollar, $2, $5, $10. Make a donation because this organization was founded and created to support those individuals of need within our communities. And more specifically within communities of color and black communities. So, if you have it in you, make that donation.
0: I just say, if you're gonna donate, say you're gonna donate. So, I know that Acoma Alliance because I am also part of uh, this nonprofit. If you could give us a, a little breakdown of those that are involved, their, their positions or titles, and uh, just kind of let them know the people that are involved with Acoma right
1: now. Absolutely. So we have a very vast uh, background of individuals who are involved with a Coma Alliance, uh, but more specifically, uh, we do have a board and the board consists of a handful of individuals from the community um, or allies of the community who are involved with Acoma Alliance. And more specifically, we have right in front of us right now, our board president and i'll let him tell you a little bit more about his position and what he do and why he do it rock rock Rockefeller.
0: thank you thank you thank you i have been given the privilege uh to being the board president of the trustees um which was definitely an honor (laughs) i wasn't expecting it when it was brought to me um the offer was brought to me by the ceo and the deputy ceo which you've just heard mr dante harris um i think it's a very important role to be part of the board of trustees because even though we only meet a few times a year like every quarter um it's important to do so to discuss the things that the organization has either accomplished or looking to accomplish um, the effects that we've had on the community in a positive way and to also not really be a, like a gatekeeper but to make sure that everybody is doing what they need to do and aiming in the right direction to get the support that we need um sometimes it does require improvements and kind of you know making sure that if there's any adjustments that need to be made that we that we do so the other position that i've been honored to be given is the cfo which is the chief financial officer which is also a major 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 role and responsibility because all the funding that we um, will eventually acquire whether it be through grants or, you know, donations that you and part of the community tend to give to us that we use those funds properly and adequately um, to provide the services that we say that we're going to provide to the community and the, the, uh, the services that need, whether it be housing, food, services, HIV, AIDS testing, eventually we'll get to the point where we'll be able to do uh, standard SCI testing, sometimes therapy services, maybe even psychiatric care. Of course, I'm reaching far because those are the things I I eventually hope that we're able to do. Um, But, of course, my main job is to make sure that we get those funds to be able to provide those services to the people in the community. So, um, again, I'm very grateful to our CEO, who has to remain anonymous uh, for um, legal reasons. But our deputy CEO has definitely um, done the due diligence of kind of holding things down until... Uh, that individual can be revealed I would say myself
1: absolutely um,
0: but again make sure you visit AkomaAlliance.org click that donate button show your love and support just know that any anytime that you do so those funds will go to great use and will continue to help us build a coma to be what we want it to be for you and those that you know are in those situations where they need a place to go to because in Chicago that's not enough There's definitely not enough And we're here to change that. Once again, thecomalliance.org. Make sure you check it out. We appreciate you guys tuning in to Rockefeller's Radio today, season four, episode one. Once we get our little, you know, breakdown of what the topic's going to have, we hope that you guys will tune in. Make sure you also click the link, listen to it, comment, subscribe. Once again, you can't see us, but we are giving you the
1: deuces. Again, what we aim to do at Acoma Alliance is to ultimately improve the quality of life for individuals in marginalized communities of color experiencing homelessness, health disparities, and financial illiteracy. While embodying the spirit of Acoma by serving with the heart, we aim to address other community needs such as childcare, education, public health, and small business slash entrepreneurial initiatives. All right, as I stated earlier, uh, Acoma Alliance is a new startup, nonprofit organization with very little resources, okay? And, you know, we want to ask the community to get involved, if you can. Go to www.acomaalliance.org and click on the Donate button, okay? This is a non organization that was founded and created by black individuals for black individuals. Click on the donate button, whatever you can, a dollar, $2, $5, $10. Make a donation because this organization was founded and created to support those individuals of need within our communities. And more specifically within communities of color, and black communities. So if you have it in you, make that donation.
0: I like just said, if you're gonna donate, say you're gonna donate. So I know that Acoma Alliance, because I am also part of uh, this nonprofit, if you could give us a, a little breakdown of those that are involved, their, their positions or titles, and uh, just kind of let them know the people that are involved with
1: Acoma right now. Absolutely. So we have a very vast uh, background of individuals who are involved with coma Alliance, uh, but more specifically uh, we do have a board and the board consists of a handful of individuals from the community um, or allies of the community who are involved with coma Alliance and more specifically we have right in front of us right now our board president and I'll let him tell you a little bit more about his position and what he do and why he do it. Rock rock Rockefeller.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have been given the privilege uh, to being the board president of the trustees, um, which was definitely an honor. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it when it was brought to me. um, The offer was brought to me by the CEO and the deputy CEO, which you've just heard Mr. Dante Harris. Um, I think it's a very important role to be part of the Board of Trustees because even though we only meet a few times a year, like every quarter, um, it's important to do so to discuss the things that the organization has either accomplished, or looking to accomplish um, the effects that we've had on the community in a positive way, and to also not really be like a gatekeeper, but to make sure that everybody is doing what they need to do and aiming in the right direction to get the support that we need um sometimes it does require improvements and kind of you know making sure that if there's any adjustments that need to be made that we that we do so the other position that i've been honored to be given is the cfo which is the chief financial officer which is also a major 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 role and responsibility because all the funding that we um, will eventually acquire whether it be through grants or you know, donations that you and part of the community to tend to give to us that we use those funds properly and adequately um, to provide the services that we say that we're gonna to provide to the community and the the, uh, the services that need, whether it be housing, food, services, HIV, AIDS testing, eventually we'll get to the point where we'll be able to do uh, standard SEI testing, sometimes therapy services, maybe even psychiatric care, Of course, I'm reaching far because those are the things I I eventually hope that we're able to do. Um, But, of course, my main job is to make sure that we get those funds to be able to provide those services to the people in the community. So, um, again, I'm very grateful to our CEO, who has to remain anonymous uh, for um, legal reasons. But our deputy CEO has definitely um, done the due diligence of kind of holding things down until... Of uh, That individual can be revealed, I would say myself.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, but again, make sure you visit org. click that donate button, show your love and support, just know that any time that you do so, those funds will go to great use and will continue to help us build a coma to be what we want it to be for you and those that you know are in those situations where they need a place to go to, because in Chicago, there's not enough. there's definitely not enough. And we're here to change that. Once again, thecomaalliance.org. Make sure you check it out. We appreciate you guys tuning in to Rockefeller's Radio today, Season 4, Episode 1. Once we get our little, you know, breakdown of what the topic's going to have, we hope that you guys will tune in. Make sure you also click the link, listen to it, comment, subscribe. Once again, you can't see us, but we are giving you the deuces.